All right, we got a game here. Sunday, Ryan's favorite game of the week. The Packers against the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of people have been saying that this line is very wrong because the Minnesota Vikings are what we like to call terrible. The Vikings are up one week, they're down the other. Kirk Cousins, $100 million guaranteed or something like that. First fully guaranteed quarterback in NFL history. That team is just all over the place. They're a weird team. They've won me some money. They've also lost me some money. The Packers get some players back. Allegedly, Aaron Rodgers is back on the field. Of course, the total in this game is 47 and a half. The Packers are favored, but lightly. Minus one and a half. Minus 115 on the money line. The Vikings plus 100. They're dogs. That's going to change. At the yeah. crib. Ryan, I will literally pass you the ball. You can clear out. ISO. Clear I'm, out I'm ISO. staying in the corner. We're going Carolina here. What I, are you liking this game and why? I played the under at uh, 48. It's down to 47 and a half. And I think that's my favorite play. Minnesota's actually. It was actually, at 49 and a half this morning. And that thing got hit and then it went down and it went down. And like rightfully so, because going into the season, everybody thought Green Bay's defense was going to stink. And actually, Green Bay's defense is the reason that they're the league's best nine and one against the spread this that's season. That's they're only allowing 328 yards from scrimmage. That's third fewest in the league. I can't believe I'm saying that with a Green Bay defense. And the reason I like this underman is playing games in Minnesota, division rivalry, like with these two teams. I think both defenses will show up. I think Minnesota is, if they're going to win this game, it's going to be because of Dalvin Cook touch it. Like he's going to have to have 32 to 35 touches in this game, like in the passing game. And they're going to have to run the football against Green Bay. And all four games yeah, that I have agree. been played at Minnesota in that stadium this year have already went under. So that helps as well. Um, what scares me a little bit about Green Bay is Ben Aaron Rodgers on the depot. I don't know if it's just like the chemistry with him not really doing anything this offseason. You know, he's coming off of a game where he was a little rusty because he didn't even practice. I mean, he wasn't cleared to return from COVID until Saturday. But check this out. So he's second in the NFL this year on throws within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. Hmm. When he actually throws the ball downfield, like he's putting up Jared Goff type numbers this year. He's 29th in points per attempt on throws further down the field, which is further down 15 well, why yards. Why do you think man. that is this year? I don't know. Like early on in the season, he was struggling to connect with Robert Tunyon. Now Tunyon's out for the year. Also, I think like a lot of it, like, so I have to see this team fully healthy. That's why I don't really want to play the side in this. I'd probably lean Minnesota, but I don't bet against Green Bay. I think this is a bad matchup with Minnesota being healthy because what sucks for Green Bay is Minnesota's fully healthy now defensively on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Green Bay is without Aaron Jones. The reason that that is going to hurt them isn't because Aaron Jones was going to go off for 120 yards in this game on the ground and catch eight balls. Even if he was quiet and only had eight carries and like three grabs still, like if you look at what Green Bay has changed since Matt LaFleur took over for Mike McCarthy, it's like, pre-snap motion. You know what I mean? So like at all times, Minnesota would have to game plan for where Aaron Jones is on the field, whether he's in the backfield, if he splits out, if he's coming in motion, now you only have AJ Dillon. So for green Bay's offense, they don't really have that like change of pace back. You know, they don't have the burner. Right. I love AJ Dillon, but he's like Jerome Bettis, you know, right. where you're, you're only going up the middle with them. You could use them a little bit in the passing game. So I think right there advantage Minnesota with Rogers. And I think a lot of it is like, I have to see this team fully healthy, which we haven't seen because MVS is like the only deep threat. For sure. He's the slot guy, and he's only played in a couple games this season. Last week, Rodgers targeted him only twice, found him once for like a 40-yard reception, and then he didn't get another target the rest of the game. So yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, Devontae's not really like a burner. You know, he's one of the best route runners in the league, but he's not He's not Deshaun, Watt, yeah. or Deshaun Jackson down the field, like yeah. just running streaks. So I think that has a lot to do with it. I like the under a lot in this game. I think you'll see a lot of Delvin Cook. And yeah. then a prop I'll be playing – 
Same thing we play every week. Tight ends against Green Bay. Um, yep. Tyler Conklin is who we're going with. Coming off a season low 11 yards last week, but Green Bay is allowing an 80% catch rate with tight ends. 31st in the league, literally the worst against tight ends. Play his props whenever they release those. Trista, what about you? Yeah, I mean, the Pikers... Uh, the the Pikers? Pikers? The Packers and the Vikings are a classic rivalry game where you have to basically throw out everything that you know about the trends, about right. the play style, about the roster, because, like, the truth is, like, these teams hate each other. Like, they hate each other so much that Brett Favre, out of spite, went to the Vikings from the Green Bay Packers. That son of a... Just to come after the Green Bay front (laughs) office. Like, let's talk about how Aaron Rodgers has done against the Vikings. He has a passer rating of 108.5 with 50 touchdowns, seven interceptions in the 25 games against this team. That sounds good, right? He destroys them, but typically that doesn't even matter because the Vikings are that unpredictable. Like I've said before many, many times, the Vikings are a roller coaster. They give up 100... uh, the, The... Packers give up 107 yards a game on the ground in the middle of the pack, which means I could easily see Dalvin Cook absolutely eating. Uh, Dalvin Cook's lifetime stats against the Packers, five games against the pack, 438 yards, eight TDs, averages nearly two touchdowns against the Packers. So to me, it's really okay. Aaron Rodgers cooks, and the Vikings have an insane running game. So who do you really trust more? Like, Like Ryan said, Aaron Rodgers has not been great with the deep ball this year for some reason, but I think Vi- the Vikings and Dalvin Cook they can Dalvin Cook they can rely on him. Uh, right. So truthfully, I actually leaned buying the three, but that was when it was two and a half. Now it's one and a half. The lines moved down from forty nine and a half to forty seven and a half. Literally this afternoon when I was prepping, so I stay away from Vikings games, but I lean. I actually lean the Vikings still. At one and a half. Let me throw out a way that you could play this, and I don't know if everybody out there loves teasers, but, you know, here's a teaser leg for you. Minnesota plus eight, and then tease that with New Orleans and get the Saints plus eight, too. We could talk about I that a little that. bit later on. But I, I absolutely I think, love that play. I, I think that that's the way to do it. So not only is Rodgers struggling with the deep ball, the other thing what I don't understand is, so last year against Minnesota, he threw seven touchdowns in two meetings. Yep. He absolutely torched Mike Zimmer's defense. This year, though, I don't understand why Rodgers has been so bad under pressure. He's only, it's a short sample size, because if you go back to the Saints game, they played all, like, that shell, like, cover two, and it was a lot, like, you know, taking away, like, the the intermediate throws. Now, all of a sudden, though, like, when he's being pressured, 27% of his dropbacks, like, he sucks. He's averaging 4.2 yards per pass attempt under pressure when he has a clean pocket, 8.3. So he's dinking and dunking a lot under pressure, where usually, like, that's where Aaron Rodgers kills you, kind of like Tom Brady like against the Blitz. Um, that's what I don't understand. He's a lot different this year. Yeah, it's weird. What's your feel cue? I'm playing this like any smart man should play this. you just going to just hammer the Packers? Give me the Packers on the money line, minus 115. Go. I'm not – if I'm paying minus 110 for them to cover two points, I pay a little bit more juice, minus 115, just take them to beat the Vikings on Outright. the road. Like that's that's – it's literally just that simple. Number one, I, I look at the Packers as well. I think they will get things going. Last week was a funky week for the Packers because you have the all the saga and the drama that's surrounding Aaron Rodgers and the negative COVID test and all that extra stuff heading into that game where people didn't even know if he was actually going to play, except for Ryan, of course. So he ends up playing in that game, but it's a stinker. But all those games typically against the Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are stinkers. stinkers. So we're two games removed now from this whole uh, COVID, event. COVID event. And now you're playing against a, a Vikings team and, my, and Mike Zimmer, who... Aaron Rodgers is going to stick it to, I feel like. Like, this is the game where, like, everybody's doing all this chit-chat and talking. He, I think he plays his best game in this matchup. And I also look at that defense for the Vikings. Both the Jaguars and the Falcons, we both can confirm that those teams suck. 
Both of those teams have given up fewer scrimmage yards per game this season than the Minnesota Vikings. So, yes, that defense has its times, has its moments, but they are still not great. And, all, and on the opposite side of that, when I look at Kirk Cousins, he's not excellent through the air, but he's not terrible. He is not average. He's Kirk Cousins. So, I look at him against this Packers team. The Packers, I remember we previewed the Packers this season. And Ryan came up here and he told me every single day. Couldn't find a loss. That's Well, not that. The secondary was trash. The secondary is trash and the secondary is trash. It's better. The secondary is vastly improved. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know why. But literally, this passing defense. Stokes. Stokes. They have given Kevin up. King. They have Jinx. given up just 202.7 passing yards per game. That's good enough for third lowest yeah. in the league. They held Russell Wilson. Even though he's come back from an, from an injury, it's still Russell Wilson. They held Russell Wilson to just 161 passing yards. You hold Patrick Mahomes, who's on the upward trend, to 166 passing yards. Now they get the challenge of... Kirk Cousins? Give me the Vikings. Excuse me. Give me the Packers on the money line. I'll think about it later. And also, I would love to dabble them some props. Do you guys have any prop plays? Can I can I interest you in prop plays? I'll I probably would go take Conklin. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. And then I'm going to go Devontae over on the receptions. I would take Dalvin Cook anytime touchdown. What's that? So, let's see. I don't see the anytime touchdown yet, right yeah, they don't got it yet. now, but I do see some player props. So, Dalvin Cook right now. His rushing yardage prop is 83 and a half. It's funny because last week it was at 93 and a half. So that tells you how much they respect the defensive line of the Green Bay Packers. The under is juiced minus 115 against Green Bay. A.J. Dillon, 81 and a half is his number, minus 115 both Ooh, ways. What do you think about this, guys? Uh, Dalvin Cook, longest rush, 16 and a half yards, minus 105 to the uh, to the under, actually, minus 125 to the under. I actually like that longest rush, 16 and a half. Yeah, I like that. I, I think would. Dalvin Cook's going to have a big day. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to play Devontae over on the receptions. He missed it by the hook last week. It was seven and a half. I think it'll probably be the same number. Let's see here. Yeah, seven and a half. Well, never mind. It's juice minus 150. Also, I'm, I'm good on that. Devontae Adams, his receiving yardage, 97 and a half minus 110. It's juice to the under minus 115. One thing that I would love in this game that is not quite up yet at BetMGM is rushing attempts. Yeah, AJ Dillon's number is 18 that. and a half. It's juice to the over minus the Dalvin 120. Cook's isn't up. I want the Dalvin Cook. Over My question attempts. is, do you think that Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook are going to share carries? I mean, that's, that's, it's that's been like the storyline right? for scary. like it's been like the storyline for them for the past I don't know three four years. Yep. And Dalvin Cook still comes out Eating. on top. I take the over on all Dalvin Cook props. Well, just the reception. Well, the carries. He's not a wide receiver.